Welcome back to the Goblin Beat. We are continuing our adventure in the Eberron setting. If you joined us last time, which I'm sure so many of you did, um, hope you enjoyed our, our intro session into setting. Um, it's different, for sure. Um, and I'll, I'll try to roleplay a little bit more this time. That was just kind of a weirdo last time. Anyway, I am playing Marster de Galanda, a halfling of House Galanda, which bears the dragon mark of hospitality. If you don't know what a dragon mark is, I recommend you Google that in the Eberron setting real quick. It'll let you know what those are and what they do. It's one of the uh, unique aspects of this setting. Um, I also have my faithful steed with me, Lucy the Fastieth, which is, uh, you know, like a halfling-sized version of like a velociraptor that I ride around on, like a cool little cowboy. Um, also, join us tonight. We got Brandon playing the healer, uh, Con uh, Warforged, with a, a uh, apt name of Sawbones. What's up, Brandon? Hey. Actually, uh, in the wars, that's kind of what he was called. And uh, kind of got uh, confused with as his de designation or his name, so he just kind of ran with it. But everyone calls him Bones. He uh, heals, yeah, he heals using pain. Yep. I feel like a good injection will pretty much solve any ailment. So, yeah, yeah I kind of go with that. And... Um, Actually, I was really worried there for a moment, Matt, when you're introducing me, introducing your steed. I was going like, and my people's steed is like, he better not say bones. Mm. He better not say bones. Yeah, no. <laughs> Definitely not. So, yeah. So um, I'm playing a, uh, a Terminator uh, priest type, tinkerer type, whatever thing. Yeah, I think last time we determined you were pretty much a mix between uh, the Terminator in uh hk47 and um garrett from the witcher oh that's right that's right that's right Geralt and hk47 that's right yep. so the witcher and the assassin bot it's all yep. rolled up into one all right and then we also uh, have uh joins tonight playing vorthax the dragonborn wizard sorcerer sorcerer Sorcerer. That's right, because you've got those inborn powers. Indeed. We're going full dragon. Inbred powers? Never go full dragon. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get kidnapped and be forced to perform by the natives if you go full dragon. Indeed. Yes, I'm playing Vorthax, a blue dragon born Ooh. with red dragon ancestry. Somebody so, got a little busy back in the yeah. day. You know, I've met a lot of dragonborns, and honestly, they all say that their great great grandmother was red dragon, right? I mean, that's what that's what everybody says. But they do a DNA test, and you know, right? Yeah. I know those are pseudo dragons. Yeah. Oh, it was actually a burgundy dragon. Oh, okay. Anyway, right. <laughs> and maybe joining us. If he's back from getting his drink, uh, is Jesse playing the role of Gimbal, the uh, the 
gnomish inventor. Hey, what's up, guys? Yes, I am back. And I am playing Gimbal. Uh, I don't know if I'd call me inventor. Tinkerer, maybe. Uh, mm, very, maybe. very extra excitable uh, arsonist might be a better description. But yes, Tinkerer is fine. He, he invents things with the excuse of hopefully blowing other things up or setting them on fire. Or both. Yes. Make Perfect. things go, go boom. Yeah, go boom and then burn down would be his, his preference. So. All right. And then uh, last and certainly not least, uh, uh, running the campaign, uh, because he runs our campaigns, is Danny. Yay! 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 Yep. All oh, hail nice. the Danny. It was much for Jim's time because I got to roll a critical hit, which killed immediately a PC. That was exciting. <laughs> so, uh, hoping to do that again today. It's not. This is what Danny lives for. It's the beauty of level one characters. Oh, wait, I think I gave one of you guys a hero point a minute ago on accident. Who was it that spent theirs last time? I don't know, but I would like to point out that you didn't just roll a crit. You actually rolled a double crit. That's true. Did I spend mine last time? I don't remember. I think it, I think it was you. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll take one for the team. Danny H wants to steal this card. Fine, let it go. <laughs> so what do we have to do to get hero points back? <clears throat> uh, certain story events will allow you to gain a hero point. <clears throat> I gotcha. And you can have more than one. You can, you can stockpile them, but they all go away at the end of the adventure. Uh, okay. <clears throat> all right, so you guys had just uh, cleaned out some horrible super zombie-making uh, Emerald Claw Nazis. And you were making your way back up to the surface. So, I hate so. Emerald Claw Nazis. I knew you were going to say Good old Ebenezer, so we can get painted. Ebenezer. Five yeah. gold pieces each, right? Ten. Twenty. Right? It was It was ten. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah, so you guys uh, make it back up. Uh, you don't see him uh, at the entrance, but last time you guys saw him, anyway, he was heading back towards the... Uh, the bell that you guys rang, so you can head over there to him. Yeah, hop both. Head that way. All right, you get over there. Everybody can give me a uh, perception check. I don't like that. Perception. Like he, well, he's going to be like an elderly green sixteen guy or something. Thirteen for me. Twenty for me. Nice. All right, now we just need Sawbones with a 17. You guys are strong. I pay attention sometimes. We're perceiving it today. All right, I'm going to just make up an order that you guys are walking in. I'm going to move your guy out of the way because I'm not with you. Um, I'm just I don't gonna, like the sound of this. I'm just going to assume you're walking in this order right here. How about that? <clears throat> with me first? Yeah, you're the That's monitor. Fine. You're the... Here's a meat shield. Or really, guys, the, the guy made that a When is the halfling the meat shield? Yeah, I mean, come you on. You find a body laying on the ground. <clears throat> and it was to be Ebenezer. Oh, no. Well, I quickly search yeah. him to see if he has our gold on him. Everyone that rolls a 16 or higher notices about 100 feet away a couple of uh, 
banditos with uh, bows and arrows pointed at you, and we roll the initiative. Oh, come on. Only 66% health. (laughs) You're higher than some people. Actually, there's only one person with more hit points than you right now. Does that make you feel better? No. That does. Um, that 20.47 that I rolled. Is hey, it Danny, can I keep my 19.13? I just got to roll and plug it in. Yeah, that's fine. If you didn't do it right, yeah. Is it daytime, nighttime? Anytime's the right time. Should be daytime. It was morning when we went in, like super early, and that couldn't have taken long. Yeah, no, we is. weren't in there very long. Tis the time of the day. Yep. Okay, because yeah, I can only see like twenty feet away. There we go. That's more. And um, because um, we met him at first light. That was the whole point. Yeah, ring the bell at first light. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little after first light now. Where are those banditos? They're in the bottom left-hand corner. You'd say it's about second and a half light, probably, at this point. <clears throat> That's a long way away. Yeah, about 100 feet away. Well, it's probably not that far on this map, but that's how far they're supposed to be away. All right. <clears throat> uh, um, they look like killing is their business. And business is good. From what you can tell. Based on the arrows sticking out of Ebenezer, it must be pretty good. Oh, yeah, because he was so hard to hit. This is a colossal soka. All right. Uh, Master, you go first. All right. 50 feet is down to here. Somebody can try to help me remember that spot because there's nothing discerning about it. I'll just click it on it. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. Yeah, I guess I just look it down to there. Double move. All right. (laughs) And if I don't get shot. There's always hope. Is there? Bones. Saw bones. Uh, Yeah, so these two are uh, very scouty with their bows and arrows. (laughs) (laughs) They're shooting us. So, um... Down here. Did we end up? We did not get arrested, did we? Nope. You guys just trundled back up the. Um. Since I'm the only one that's gonna be able to heal, I'm gonna go ahead and heal myself real quick. <laughs> All right. So that I might survive, <laughs> since I only have four hit points. How does that? What does that look like when uh, Sawbones injects himself? How does he do that? He literally like stabs a port in his stomach or chest area with his. <laughs> Hand spike and heals himself. I was just thinking, like, right in the temple. Just <laughs> actually, it's even better. It's in the temple. Right. In the <laughs> it'd be it'd be really cool if you were wearing like one of those hats that has beer cans on it, and you just grab one of the tubes and start drinking it. It's like green goo. You <laughs> 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 gotta do that like right in front of, of somebody at some point, like <clears throat> during like an important conversation. Just stab myself in the cranium. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What is he doing? Uh, he'll be fine. You give yourself a jolt. All right. That's your action. You want to move or anything? What's really uncomfortable is after he does it, he goes, oh. 
That is uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, let's see. So, thirteen. He lumbers down to there. All right. At that point, uh, one of the scouts uh, licks, licks their finger, holds it up in the air, tests the wind, and then shoots a, a uh, arrow at good old what's-his-face down here. Marster. I mean, I'm really close. I mean, shouldn't they shoot somebody further off? It's this one, this one right here. Yeah, yeah, for some reason that's not the way they look at it. We're not sure why. You can ask they're them like, later. They're like the the short ones running at us. We're going to shoot him first. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, fires two arrows, a seven and a thirteen to hit. Mm, luckily, no. Right. Two attacks. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. And both axe. Uh, <clears throat> Vorthax uh, rushes down to a uh, to back up Marster. Just going to move at full speed, but not dashing. And uh, he points. Uh, one finger at the scout that just fired at Marster okay. and uh, sends a small moat what, what? fire. Why wouldn't you shoot the other one? Uh, because it hasn't shown uh, hostile intent yet. Are you kidding? <laughs> Only the one has fired. That's true. They're together. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just saying. killed the other guy. If the two of us attack together, we might be able to drop the other one before his attack. But hey, you want to go ahead and use the one that's used as initiative? Fine. Yeah, but how about this? How about you let me play my character? Hey, you go ahead and do it. I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, put some intelligence into this group. (laughs) I know it's pretty lizard. Speaking of intelligence, I have a ten, so thank you very much. Which this attack (laughs) makes perfect sense. (laughs) <laughs> a 17 for 3 you hit him verily a small, small combustication of fire appears on his body and he, he has to pat it out <clears throat> alright Gimbalbrock says ha ha <laughs> <laughs> okay. couldn't have moved further up than that that's his full nope. movement I'm going to move yeah. up right behind Terminator here. Right. And uh, on my right arm, I have a light crossbow kind of attached in multiple components on my arm. And I'm going to uh-huh. shoot my light crossbow at the one that hasn't attacked yet. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Just out of principle. And four or five, I will miss. All right. Well, that one seems upset that you shot at it, so it's going to shoot at you guys now. Sweet. He says, I was going to stay out of this, but now I have no choice. Ha. Yeah. And to use the little hero point thing, Danny, I have to do that before I roll or after? After you roll, but before I tell you if it's a hit or a miss. Got it. And that lets you add a d6 to the roll. Yeah, well, too late. That five plus a six when I die. All right. All right, this one is going to fire uh, one arrow at Marster. 
uh, bloop, 13 to hit, and one at the lizard man, as he calls him, a 20 to hit. Well, that Ooh. hits me. Eight Did damage. <clears throat> Uh, Vorthax is uh, not feeling well. <laughs> a, I think I hit him right in the chest, punctured along. Uh, caused him to have incontinence. It was bad. A little bit of pee dribbled out, yes. <laughs> All right, it's a new round, though, and Marster is extremely close to these guys. Which one has... Uh, man, I can't reach any... Other, yeah, I can. All right, so I can actually reach... This one. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, I, must I don't know if that's the one that has the burn mark on him, or no, nope. the one down, the one down here has the burn mark on it. All right. Let's go. Let's go. All right. First, gonna go at him with with my fist of fury. Eighteen for four. Well, that's a hit. Yeah, you punch him right in the face. Minimal damage. Looks like. Yeah. And, all right, and then follow up with a short sword. Ooh. Well, that's going to be bad attack rolls. Yeah. That's a miss. Yeah. First right. one was a hit. <clears throat> all right. Is that it for Marster? Yeah, that's it for me. I've moved my full movement and attacked twice. Sawbones. Sure would appreciate some backup. <laughs> Firebolt. And so once again, his uh, wrist pops down, leaving a tube within his uh, forearm exposed and fires at... Basically, since he's in the way of this guy, I'm going to go for this one. All right. Boy. These are some bad rolls. <laughs> 11 for 1. Sawbones looks at his arm, takes a tool out of his side, and starts adjusting. I <laughs> <laughs> might need some diagnostics. Alright. Starts adjusting his arm. Meat's <laughs> mm, too fast. Uh, the... Let's see. <clears throat> Alright. That's it for Sawbones. The uh, scout you fired at is going to shoot an arrow at you uh, and the arrow actually uh, breaks trying to come out of the, the longbow critical miss somehow yeah it was a one <clears throat> and uh, then he tries to fire a second one at you uh, it's a nine to hit which should also miss yeah it misses but it probably just sticks into his uh, body armor he just leaves it there Vorthax. Uh, Vorthax uh, continues to run forward, although uh, 
seems to be uh, a little bit slower than before, <laughs> and uh, and pulls pulls the arrow from his uh, from his torso. Oh, you're not supposed to pull it out. Again, intelligence ten. <laughs> it's average. Hey, this is this is the first time he's ever been shot with an arrow. He's he's lost a lot of blood. He's not thinking clearly. <laughs> All right. Uh, this time, out just gushes out of the wound. Then, then this time he uh, he holds out one one uh, hand with uh, the palm upturned, and uh, magical energy jumps out of it towards the uh, the guy that I hit with the uh, firebolt before. All right, the southernmost one down here. Yes, an eighteen for twelve mm-hmm. damage. And that'll be, let's do that as uh, thunder damage. Thunder damage. All right. He doesn't make any kind of roll or anything, does he? Yeah. <laughs> he rolled an 18. No, I meant that. Oh, oh. Hit. no, mm-hmm. it's just an attack, whether or not it hits or not. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, it uh, just explodes all, all around in the... Uh... The guy, he's not dead, but he drops he drops his bow and just like covers his ears. He's uh he's in pretty bad shape. Alright. Uh then Vorthax uh glances over at Sawbones like help. Right. Well uh, this one down here is just uh, like holding he's crouched in a cowering position holding his hands over his ears. All right. <clears throat> Gimbal McBrockenhammer. Um, can I get a crossbow shot off at the one that's not down? Yeah. I mean, Matt's not in the way. What's the range on that thing? Oh, well, if you move up, 80. you should be in range. Yeah, should be good. Yeah, okay. So Gimbal thrusts his crossbow arm into his shield arm, what looks like a uh, like it's scabbard, and it kind of cocks. And there's another arrow bolt in it and fires at the one that's still upright for 19 for seven damage. Nice hit, and it sticks into him pretty good. Ha ha! He's looking pretty bad now. All right, it's his turn. Uh, he drops his his bow and uh, unsheaths his short sword. You sure you don't want to just run? He proceeds to apply it to Master liberally. Uh, Why can't I see Master's health bar? Okay, so while I drop. Uh, can't see Master's health bar. Yeah, hey, I can't see Master's health bar. It's a zero. <laughs> it's a zero. There's nothing to see here. All right, should be able Don't to worry, monster. I will avenge you. <clears throat> I think it's because this this one was on there from before. Probably need to delete it and re-add it. But anyway, yeah, mine too because it's it's pulling the full name, not the full name anymore. Okay, yeah, I'll fix that later after this fight. Yeah, no problem. Um. Okay. Um. He stabs uh, Marster, and then 
30. Runs up here and uh, swings his sword a second time. Good lord, how much movement does he have? 30. He just moved 30. Uh, 13, 4, 5. Misses, thankfully. Claim. All right, Marster, death save. Can I just automatically pass it? Mm-mm. Uh, no, you cannot, unfortunately. Was it just a D20 and you got to roll over? You got to roll 10 or higher. Oh, okay. A four is a failure. All right. Sawbones. Mm. Mm. Is there is there really a yeah, okay. Um how about office of the guy right here, Danny? Uh, he looks pretty I'm, bad. So. I'm lying on the ground. <laughs> so when I thought you were joking from... about your health bar being down that low. Uh, no. I don't have any healing spells at the moment. When I mark them with the red thing, that means they're bloody. When I mark them with the red dot, so you can tell um, they're, they're in pretty bad shape. Okay. Okay. So wind tunnel. That being the case, I didn't say. That. Can I go like back full, where I was? He was full mouth breathing on the mic. <laughs> I don't that would be here. me. And I don't engage this guy because I don't have any healing potions or anything, but I can guy, at least that guy, uh, stabilize this guy him. That guy's dead, right? He's not, right, he's well, not I'm dead. I'm stabilizing but... Matt. I thought he was <laughs> dead. He's not he's dead, not... but he's cowering. He's on a knee. Okay, I'm stabilizing Matt. All right, that is a medicine check. Do you have like a, one of those yes. kit thingies? Killer's kit or whatever it's called. If not, it's just a straight-up medicine check. Uh, can't even read my screen from this. It's so small. I got like 15 kits. Why don't I have healer's kit on there? <laughs> All right, you managed to stabilize him. So he doesn't have to make any more death saves. All right, I'm getting healer's kit as soon as we get in. I don't know why I didn't write that down. Did I even write this down? Probably use the generator. Yeah. All right, Danny. Can I take up Deep Souls and healers get in? Uh, not right now. No, you can you can get one later. You you may and want I have that. no reason at a thieves kit. <laughs> not really. Okay, so you have to have tools as as an artificer. Toolkit tools are how you cast your spells. Yeah. So uh, uh, I don't know. We'll look at it. Well, we'll I took everything it. else that made sense, but I don't know why I took. I don't know. It may have been generated for me, and I didn't recognize it. But well, you, I think it's, if you were going to go the route of alchemist, right? Like when you hit three, you're going to go alchemist. Yeah, yeah. So I was considering you... that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Well, then I would think when you were going through, you could have picked alchemist. Well, I have yeah. alchemist, poisoners, and tinkerers tools. Well, but... alchemist could be the way you do your healing, right? Yeah. 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 That's that's sort of tools you probably use when you're doing that. Yeah, exactly. But um, but the healer's kit lets you like actually I think heal a few more points or something. Any, anyway, uh, he's fine for now. Okay. Uh, this guy down here is still still cowering and like shaking his head. There's like 
blood coming out of his ears. Vorthax. Uh, Vorthax opens his mouth and a, a line of lightning 30 feet long extends out from him. Ooh. Right, is, he, is, he trying to, is he trying to kill both of these guys, or is he doing uh, subdual damage, or what's his play out here? Uh, he's, he's trying to fry these suckers. Okay. Alright. And so they take a deck save. Or take nine. Yep. All right, so the one in the back uh, just gets, has no idea it's coming, and just gets lightning bolt to the face and uh, basically just explodes. And then the... The other one takes half. The other one takes half. He drops, he drops down, he's basically unconscious, but he's not dead. Uh, he's I know how that dead. feels. He's not fighting back or anything. Uh, and the other one is just D-E-D. Uh, do we want to question this guy, or should I go ahead and take him out? Well, after after uh, Vorthax does that, he just sits down on the ground. All right. <laughs> yeah, Gimbal, Gimbal, you're next, so you can, you can decide or you can ask that question to everybody. If I ask the question, I can still pull my trigger. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're we're leaving um, initiative order, so. Okay, so I'll I'll walk up to the last one and hold my crossbow over his head. Okay. And although kind of the leader of the group is unconscious at the moment. <laughs> I'll just I'll question him um, myself, I guess, since Matt's down and out. So hold the uh, crossbow to his head and then ask him, uh, who sent you? All right. So, yeah, so you can use a healer's kit. I just looked it up, by the way. Uh, you can use a healer's kit to get to stabilize somebody without having to make a roll. It has 10 okay. uses. 10 uses? Uh, yep. <clears throat> Anybody doesn't get an immediate hit point or anything? No. No. It'll okay. take him, uh, I think, like an hour. He regains consciousness with one hit point, something like that. All right, so um, at that point, um, a, you guys see someone's approaching in the distance, but you have a chance to ask that question. So you say, who sent you? Um, the guy, uh, let's see, he's a human. Uh, the other one was a shifter, the one that's dead down here. It's a female shifter. Um, he says, uh, "We were we were hired by I don't know who it was. Uh, they just they paid us up front, no questions asked, to uh, kill the the guy over there and the, anybody that was with him." How'd you meet them? Uh, they just they came up to us. It was a hooded figure. I didn't couldn't see who it was, but it was a woman's voice. I know that. Uh, other than that, that I, I really don't know. Where did y'all meet? Uh, and the we were uh, just hanging out in the salvage yard, just in an alley, and uh, they found us. She found us, I guess. 
How much did she pay you? Uh, 25 gold pieces each. Drop your money on the ground. Okay, I don't have any. But Oh, so you oh. didn't get paid up front? No, we, we did, but we, we blew it all before we, before we came to do the job. There's a reason. There's a reason why we're not wealthy. <laughs> if you don't have any other information for me, you're useless to me. Okay, hey, look. I get that, but I mean, hey, uh, I, won't, I won't try to bother you guys again. If I find out anything about, about that lady, I'll, I'll tell you guys. I look over at Vortex. Vortex just shrugs. I don't know. I just look at you and say, "Useless meat." Look, my, my name is my name is Brace Brace Condor. If you, I mean, you know, let me live. If you need need anything, I'm, I'll always be around. To me, I'll route. If, if you guys would rather, I'll just. Hell, I'll just get out of salvation. I don't. I don't care. Hmm. So, kind of out of character. My guy's neutral. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see how maybe help us down the road. I can see how it hurts down the road. My buddy is laying on the ground, dying over there. So I kind of feel hey. like just point getting a plus to my role for being point blank and shooting this guy in the face. <laughs> He's stable. <laughs> well, he has a healing potion. Vorthex says, let's let fate decide. Uh, pulls a coin uh, out of his pouch. At that point, a, uh, a warforged walks, that warforged walks up and gets here. Oh, it's yes. the sheriff, I'm hoping. Yep, you recognize it, them at a sheriff, the warforged. She oh, walks up. She's, she wears a... Uh, I'm glad you're here. She wears like a long uh, ankle-length leather duster. <clears throat> Walks up and says, Hello, citizens. What is the issue? Um, what, was, what was the guy's name again? Ebenezer? Uh-huh. Ebenezer, yeah. And, she, and she's wearing... She carries a javelin around with her all the time, and it's always like... The end of it's always crackling with electricity. He does. Okay. That. So I, I wave at the sheriff and motion for her to come to me. She walks over. I say, uh, well, met Sheriff. Uh, we were hired by Ebenezer to investigate some robberies that were happening in the yard. We went down there. It's a tunnel. I'll show you. Lots of bodies. Anyways, we came back out. These two had killed Ebenezer, and they <clears throat> almost killed my friend. And so now we have this one that, you know, you can take to prison now. He's all yours. Ah, good, 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 good. She walks over and puts shackles on him. I kick him in the face <laughs> with my wee little boot. <laughs> oh, sorry. She says, "All right, now he's in custody. You don't have to ma- 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 manhandle him." <laughs> oh my gosh! They, it's Max Headroom. <laughs> so, so he 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 claims they were paid by somebody that found them in the salvage yard, twenty five gold to kill Ebenezer and anyone with him. That's the mm-hmm. only information I was able to get out of him. The people that were in the tunnel, which I want to show you next, where they were trying to create zombies, uh, were hired by the Emerald Claw to make more powerful zombies. 
Oh, dear. Yes. So do you want to see that? They had probably 40, 50 bodies in a cave down. Uh, human bodies or? All sorts. Warforged? Didn't see Warforged. Oh, zombies. Of course. She, she goes a little laugh. Only one of her shoulders shakes when she laughs. No, that's fine. We can just bury the meat. <laughs> so I can blow up the tunnel then? Oh, please do. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> is, there any re- is there any reward for uh, catching outlaws or murderers? I don't believe we have anything posted for the, 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 this one. Uh, what about the shifter over there? She turns around and walks, walks over. Nope. She not kicks them over onto their, so she can see their face. I don't recognize this one either. Uh, maybe throw it in the tunnel before you collapse it. Okay. She, she walks back over and just grabs the, the human by the scruff of the neck and starts dragging him. Anything you can tell us about the Emerald Claw and why they would be trying to make zombies or kill Ebenezer? Um, I, perhaps they didn't want him to find out about making the zombies or tell, tell anyone? Do you know anything about them? Uh, they are a fa- fanatical group of warriors and spies and necromancers. They uh, work for the Carnathi throne, I believe. She, when she says that, it sounds like she's reading a text from somewhere, almost. Mm-hmm. They are terrorists. Have you been having issues in the city for a while now from them? This is the first I've heard of it. Um, could be a bigger growing problem then. She, she nods. Could be. <laughs> of course, I don't, I don't have any uh, way of finding out more, but if you find out more, please, 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 please. She slaps herself inside of there. Please let me know. By this point, uh, Sawbones walks up to uh, where the rest of the group is, and I'm dragging uh, Matt by one foot with me. <laughs> ah, is this another prisoner? No, this no. one's with us. This meat is useful. Oh. I'll take a, uh, a contraption out off of my belt, which when I push a button, it looks like a little arachnid, and I toss it over on the mat's corpse, and it starts crawling all over and spraying stuff. All right. And heals him for six points. Uh, take that. <laughs> Whoa, what? Oh, finally, Marshall's away. Good, Marshall, you can talk to the sheriff. I'm going to go blow up a tunnel. See you, bye. Oh. Well. Bones tries to pick up the little arachnid thingy and is inspecting it. <laughs> like, as soon as it's done healing, Matt, it kind of rolls over and its little legs twitch. and then... <laughs> yeah, Of course it buzz up. Um, just, a uh, po- just a little poof. Hello there, Sheriff. Um, thank you for coming to our assistance. In deed. Uh, any new uh, jobs I haven't posted yet? I believe there were a couple of posted in the tavern the last time I was there. 
Uh, I just wondered if you had any that you needed us to do, given that we uh, successfully took down this zombie-making ring. Um, nope, I'm good. <laughs> okay, thanks. Unless you are in current need of assistance, citizens, I will be taking this prisoner to jail. Jail. Thank you. Well, we'd like to keep their weapons, and we'd also like to go search Ebenezer, too. I'll do that on my way to the blow up the tunnel. I'm going to go search Ebenezer. All right. Uh, there, are, you guys are. Wouldn't y'all both be able to maybe fix her <laughs> to stop her from doing that thing? Nah, I think it's kind of cool. All right, she starts. She starts dragging the uh, prisoner away. That's just a good idea. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what like a greeting would be amongst Warforged. Um, know, she's she's walking away. I believe it says beep beep boop. Mm-hmm. Clink clank boom. Um, Bones goes up to her. Yes. <clears throat> Are you in need of repair? No, I'm good. Your speech pattern issue. It's like oh, pot calling yes. kettle black. Literally. <laughs> I kind of like it. Very well, if you change your mind. Mm. She nods. Then just keeps dragging him off. All right. Um, <clears throat> somehow all these guys' weapons are... Uh, are uh, Pieces of garbage that aren't worth selling. <laughs> but you wow. do find you do find forty gold pieces on Ebenezer's corpse. Yeah, that's useful. I'll write it down. Are you gonna keep a group loot, or should we just? Uh... I'll keep no. a group loot. No, we all get ten. What? Come on. Yeah, just, right, just everybody. Everybody get your share. To keep this up. We'll be able to afford one healing potion. All right. I will not even make you roll unless you really want to roll to collapse the tunnels. That's you, Jesse. Yeah, it's all you, bro. Do you not? You don't want to talk about it right now? What? Make him roll. (laughs) I said I won't even make you roll unless you just want to roll for the... uh, Blowing the tunnels up. Oh, I was trying to play an explosion sound effect, but I was that wasn't getting any work. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make the sound effects. So you guys were like, "Oh, I guess I did it." Okay. Gotcha. Do you want to make me roll for it? No, I said um, I won't make you roll unless you just want to. Nah, I, I'm I'm good. All right. So you collapse the tunnel. Um, it does not make a big mo fall over or anything, so that's still in place. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, you guys sort of succeeded. You got paid. Basically. Yep. Uh, Fall in. You know, imagine... so what we didn't accomplish here because he was already dead when we got there? Yeah. You, you imagine his employer, Irulan, will uh, be happy that Big Mo is safe, at least. 
Yeah, we need to go talk to that guy, maybe. That's not probably a good idea. It's that lady. Everyone's a female. Oh, yeah. Well, someone can go talk to that chick. We also have the other two bills we could do. We can go talk to the lady at the church. Or, um, which, maybe not profitable. I forget what the second one was. Either way, Vorthex needs a, a nap of at least one hour. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't uh, why don't we just uh, go back to the inn and take a nap? Maybe we can see Kylie. I need to give her another flashlight, anyways. And then uh, after that, we could, uh, uh, you know, maybe go talk to the church lady or go talk uh, to the guy at the market. So Irulan, you guys all know, is uh, a salvage broker. So she will be at the market. Yeah, yeah. Two birds, well. one stone. Let's do that. All right. Do y'all want to go and take a long rest? Just get a yeah, get a little, little kip. Sleep it out. Sounds uh, good to me. So we get to what spin hit dice, or do we come all the way back? If it's a long rest, you get everything back. All right. Yeah, I recommend that because we use some spells back. Yep. Yeah, I guess I want to save my spells from here on just for healing because wow, that went fast. I would, I, I would two. totally, I would totally recommend you having shield as one of your. Three spells memorized. I think go back and look at that. I didn't can't remember if that was an option. I guess it is if you got it. Yeah. Do artificers have a spell book? Is that how no. Or they just have a spell list they can pull from. Yeah, and so they have like slots, and it's like your modif. It's like half your modifier rounded down plus like your. Oh, the number of prepared spells? Yeah, so like, so at level 1 with a 17 intelligence, I think we can have 3 prepared spells, but we can cast 2 at level 1. I might have it backwards, I don't know. It's kind of confusing the way it's written. It's your int modifier plus half your artificer level rounded down. Yeah, so at level 1, that's 0, so I have a 3. Gotcha. So, I can memorize or Three types of spells, but only use two because I have two slots, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have cure wounds, um, obs- uh, expeditious retreat, and shield are my three prepared spells. Gotcha. Shield's great because it's a reaction, Brandon. Yeah, and it gives you plus five until your next turn. So is it plus yeah. five for any attack or just plus five for all attacks? Uh, missile attacks? All, no, all attacks. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, so like yeah, if, you, if, you, if you have a high initiative and you start the round and you wade over into melee, somebody hits you during that round, you can pop your shield and then it keeps you pretty much safe until your next initiative. Yeah, I'm probably need to do that. I'm just save my other spell slot for uh, curing cure wounds. I didn't realize that's, that's pretty sweet. Uh, part of being an artificer is it's more like uh, clerics as far as preparing spells because you can switch out prepared spells every day. You don't have to have a spell book. Yeah, every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess All it right. makes sense. They tinker and make yeah. things work with whatever they've got going on. Right. Yep. All right. Well, you guys all get uh, a long rest. You. Uh, Let's see. 
You get your hit points back. Nobody spent any hit dice, but you get all your spells back. Spell slots. Key points if you have those yet. Which I don't know. I don't think anybody has those yet. Out at level one. Yep. All right. <clears throat> and then where did it go? Oh no, I opened everything up on accident. Here we go. Oh, not that one. This is the one you guys were talking about at the salvage market, right? Yes. All right. So the, uh, you got to sleep. Uh, you do find Callie. Uh, you get to talk to her for a while. She tells you they're about to about to head out uh, first thing in the next morning. Uh, so she's like uh, guaranteed to have some great stories for you when she gets back. Oh, I tell her about the Emerald Claw. She, yeah, she's shocked by that. Uh, she's like, wow, yeah, the, uh, I haven't heard anything about the Emerald Claw being here. I guess it sort of makes sense with all the dead bodies and the, and the gray and everything. But Yeah, it's man. totally weird. Yeah. I got to blow it up, though. She, she laughs. I bet you loved that. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> there was all, right. all those embalming fluids, so it was like basically almost like having nitroglycerin on the floor, right? So then I just like walked in, a tiny little walking gnome, right? And he had a fuse on top, and then when he got in the middle of the room, <laughs> Awesome. I'm not sure what the nitro or whatever stuff is, but that sounds, uh, sounds like a good explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a liquid bomb. Nice. Um, all right, you guys stay. I'm going to say your patron is paying for you guys to have a, a room to stay in, so you don't have to uh, expend anything for that for your room and board. Given that, yeah, it's the hospital mark. Yep. The least they can do. Oh, I mean, it's not the least they can do, but yeah. Sure, uh, the least they can do is nothing. Yeah, and Robo Hill can just sit in the corner. He doesn't even need a bed, right? No. Yeah, he can just like, yeah. Stand and corner, and, and really. don't these dragon guys like hang from the ceiling or something when they sleep? So yeah, we'll I believe I believe we figured out last time that Sawbones lays underneath the bed face down. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's how he rests. That's right. And I guess the oh, two of you cool. can share the bed and never even touch uh, one of you on each end. Yeah, yeah. This bed is giant, <laughs> right? And Matt's so tall, and we still both fit. <laughs> <laughs> Super tall. Uh, and then I don't know what is it, how does Vorthax sleep that's a good question does he just hang from a chandelier or no that's just a rumor <laughs> have a bedroll like everyone else I knew he could talk he sleeps inside his enemy's skin oh, no, Vorthax talks to you guys just not to strangers yeah, I'm just kind of wary though. Last after I saw lightning come out of your mouth, I just really kind of like it when you don't talk. I have too much stuff that can go boom. Wait until you hiccups. <gasps> that is frightening. Have you ever like done that when you hiccuped? Uh, I don't know. I guess you'll have just you have, to wait and see. have you burped and lightning come out? Have you done that before? I mean... What about when you cough, sneeze? <laughs> I mean, everybody makes a mistake every now and then. Oh, meat loud. <laughs> From under the bed. <laughs> Turn off your audio receptors. <laughs> I thought, Can't reach. 
Yeah, can you tell RoboHeal to power off now? Is it like a does it work like Alexa? No. <laughs> RoboHeal. I tell you actually the most effective command to get Alexa to shut up truly is Alexa fuck off. <laughs> it stops immediately. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I've never been that mean to my Alexa. Oh, one night it was just like, I was like, Alexa, shut off. Alexa, da, 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 da. And it would not stop commenting on whatever was going on. Being like, Alexa, fuck off. It just went beep and nothing from that point forward. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So the next morning, you guys uh, get up. Everybody's feeling a lot better. It's probably some soreness on the monk's part, considering he died twice the day before. Yep. A little sore. Uh, the uh, dragonborn has a little bit of a scar on his chest where his lung was punctured, but somehow that healed up overnight because that's how that works. He did think pulmonary was... issues, no problem. Yeah. In D and D, everyone's Wolverine. That's right. Even with our modified rest rules. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys ready to go to the salvage market? Hell yes. All right, and whom are you going to go speak to first? Are you guys going to split up? What's the plan? Let's just go speak to the salvage art owner first and get that business taken care of. Ulan Karnach. All right. Um, you find, find <coughs> your at the uh, at the market. She... Um, Appears to be one of the wealthier uh, salvage brokers. She's got uh, a nice setup. Uh, looks like she sells higher end junk than most people do. And she's got like a whole crew of hangers on with her. Uh, you recognize them as the Ash Hounds. They're, they're a crew of veteran uh, salvagers. Um, anyway, her yeah, her. She's got uh, same as everybody else. There's a, a desk uh, in the back of a like a, an open air tent, and uh, a bunch of stuff on display. And she sees you walk in and says, "Ah, gentlemen, how may I be of service to you?" She's she's probably middle aged, uh, maybe early forties. She's a fairly plump lady, rosy cheeks, purple scarf. She seems uh, she's having a good day so far. We have some uh, information for you about what happened at the salvage yard with Ebenezer. Oh, yes. Her uh, face uh, turns a little downcast. Yeah, I was so sad to hear that he uh, was was killed yesterday. Hmm. The sheriff came by and told me. Did she give you the details about what happened and who did it? Yeah, she said that, uh, something about the uh, emerald, um, emerald claw. Yes, that's correct. She shakes her head. That's that's just crazy. That I guess salvation is a uh, kind of a law, mostly lawless land. We do have the sheriff, but well, she's not the sheriff. She's just called sheriff. So what can you do? She shrugs. Any idea why they would choose your salvage yard to build their tunnel? Um, I mean, there's not a lot of activity there. Uh, 
So I guess maybe they thought they wouldn't be noticed. Okay. Well, we just wanted to make sure there was nothing else you needed from us then. No, I, I do appreciate the service you you provided though. Um what do you fellows call yourselves? We're just agents of Solanda. Oh, you work for Galanda. Yes, I am Marster de Galanda. Ah, interesting. A sky out of the house itself, I see. She seems really interesting. Something along those lines. Oh. I bet we'll be hearing more from you then. Well, uh, thank you again, Master de Galanda. We'll be, uh, be keeping you in mind if we have any, any needs in the future. Sure, if you ever get that big mo working, I would like to see that. She, she smiles indeed. Indeed, that would be an impressive feat. We we'll still have to come up with a lot of funds before that can happen. I'll make sure to write back to my house about it. Thank you. Do you gentlemen want to buy anything while you're here? <coughs> nah, these two tinkerers might. Oh, yeah. You guys need yeah, I've only got 25 thing. gold, so I'd buy a healing potion, but... 25 gold? What do you mean only? You're rolling in it. That's true. So, do you have a hero discount? <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, times are not that good that we can afford to give discounts here. Oh, so then you have a buy one, get one healing potion sale, I see. Uh, no healing potions here, my friend, but uh, oh. maybe you could check the um, check the temple, well, the shrine. Mm. Yes, we have a, an errand we have to run there as well. There's nothing else you require this time? Nope, that's it for me. Uh, thank you guys again for the, your good work. Absolutely, anytime. Uh, we we uh, were promised forty gold pieces each, and found those on Ebenezer's body, so we uh, we kept it. Hope that's okay. I mean, ten ten gold pieces each, forty total. Of course, of course, I'm sure he wanted you to have it. Actually, it was on the body of one of the brigands. They'd taken it from him when they killed him. Are you are you lying to her on purpose, or did or is she just remember that wrong? No, I just remembered that wrong. Was it not on one of their bodies? No, no, it was still on Ebenezer. Okay, I'll just strike that <laughs> all right all right so um yeah so oh, let me read the description of the salvage market to you guys here so you kind of know you, you have the little map that i sent you gave you as well awesome. but so the salvage market itself occupies a large dirt floor warehouse <clears throat> there's several salvage brokers uh including including Ireland there or their proxies that then they stand behind armored counters, they haggle over prices. You guys are walking over to Bellalure, uh, and you see, you find her fairly easily. She's a goblin trader. Uh, you know that she's known for having a shrewd mind and, and the ironclad nature of her deals. She has a fine leather cloak that sways as she moves around to deal with customers crowded around her table. One of her ears is missing, giving her an odd lopsided look that matches her lopsided grin. She obviously enjoys her work. 
So she's just moving around and talking to talking to folks and uh, selling stuff as you walk up. I'm not really interested in anything, but like I said, know me here and quick clink bang bang might. Uh, Vorthax is just like taking it all in, but he's not talking to anybody. Right. I'm uh, picking around at everything there to see if anything catches my eye. Um, she does have some healer's kits. You want to buy one? They're marked at five. How much pieces. are those? Five gold pieces. Five. Okay. I think I'll I'll purchase one of those as well. Okay. They have ten, ten uses basically. What what are they buying? Up. Healer's kit. Yeah. What does it do? Um, unless you stabilize somebody without having to make a roll. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so someone someone going to talk to her about the uh, job. Vorthax always defers to others for that. What was her name again? Bellador. Sorry, I couldn't hear, hear the Burger King rapper. What was that again? <laughs> Bellador. Bellador. Uh, good morning to you, Bellador. Good morning, good morning. Uh, can I interest you in uh, some of these knickknacks from Beyond the Grey? Perhaps, uh, but I was more interested in the job posting you'd made. Oh, yeah. She, uh, her uh, smile kind of drops, and uh, you can see that she, she looks upset or worried, probably. She says, yes, yes, um, I lost a scout named uh, Garunda. Um, I'd be, be uh, very happy if, if someone could, could look for her and, and bring her home safely. Why well, was the... Uh... Grinda heading out to the gray, and, and could you give us a description of Grinda? Oh, yeah, yeah. She has green hair. Um, she has a, a runic tattoo on her right shoulder. Uh, do any of you know Goblin? Yes, yeah, some of us Yes. A big hunk of metal does. Oh, okay. She, she looks directly at the at the uh, Orphors. Okay, it says uh, it's a rune that says bravery against danger in Goblin. On her right shoulder. Mm, oxymoron for goblin. And is Grinda a goblin? Yes, she's a goblin. Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't say. You've, what do you What do you mean? That's an oxymoron for goblins. She looks. Uh, uh, she bristles. His uh, speech function's been malfunctioning since yesterday when we took on and defeated agents of the Green Claw. He was damaged during the battle. Hmm. Sometimes he's been saying the opposite of what he actually intends to say. Okay. Yes, useful meat is very smart. See. Uh, any, anyway, she was she was in the Mornland scouting a path, uh, a path of a lightning rail. Uh, she was uh, hoping to find some, maybe some abandoned depots along the way to, that we could salvage. Oh, are you an employee of the house? Uh, no, I'm a salvage broker. Well, you were scouting a path for lightning rail. No, scouting the path of the lightning rail that goes 
through the Mornland. Oh, I thought I got killed twice yesterday. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to hear that, but happy that you're here anyway. Sure. Um, okay, well, uh, do you have a map or something you, or directions you could generally give us about uh, where maybe she started? No, if you, if you just follow the, the rail itself, the, the, you should come across her, I would think. She was, she was due back two days ago. Um, and uh, what, is the, what is the price for this uh, particular errand? Um, if you could if you can bring her back alive, uh, I'll give you ten gold pieces each. Um, if, I mean, if she's not alive, if you could just bring back proof that she's she's dead, I'll give you half that. Fair enough. And what if we were to complete her job for her? If we were to find her, unfortunately, past. Uh, you can make an insight check. I guess any all of you can because you're all listening, right? Mm-hmm. You guys can all give me an insight check. What about investigation? Mm, insight is pretty much all there is for it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You have to be out gathering information to be investigation. 13. 12. 17. All right. Well, you're 17. You can tell that. Uh, yeah, I guess you're the only one. Yeah, you can tell that she's uh, really upset just by the, the, the thought of this uh, Gorinda being dead. Um, and she's like, no, if she's if she's passed, I, I would just rather have her, her back than so we can bury her than have than have that information. I understand. Uh, Vorthax uh, whispers into uh, Marster's ear. Is there any message that we should deliver if we find her alive? Is there any information that we should give to Corinda if we find her alive to let her know that we're um, n- Not that I can think of. Um, I'm just, just trying to bring her back. She, she's, uh, she's an apprentice artificer, so uh, she sometimes she'll wander off on her own, but she's got a mechanical dog with her called Errol. Um, so, uh, if you probably knowing that information would help her know that you know you're on her side. Okay. All right. We will. Uh, we'll accept the job then. Uh, she. Uh, she looks visibly somewhat relieved and says, "Excellent. Um, please." Uh, Please let me know as soon as you returned. Absolutely. All right. She shakes all of your hands and uh, wishes you good luck. Indeed. I'm sure everything will be fine. All right. You guys want to head back out into the Mornland immediately? I don't see why not. Yep. All right. I mean, if you wanted, we could swing by the swing by the uh, <clears throat> the church real quick, pick up that mission, and also maybe pick up a potion. What was the mission at the church? Did it involve it going the, into the Mornland as well? It was the second. Something's gone missing. It was the Somebody second bill. Stole a relic. Yeah. 
Scoundrel stole the relic. Right, we can go check on it real quick, and if it involves going also going into the Mornland, then fine. We could two birds would one stone it. I'm all about two birds, one stone. All right. All right. So you guys uh, go to the Chapel of the Silver Flame, huh? Area eleven and salvation. Sure. Jesse, would you also say that you're all about two stones, one bird? Yes. Exploding stones, five birds. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, the Chapel of Silver Flame is made of clean dressed stone and has a gabled roof of silver painted wood. Wooden shingles, rather. Uh, inside, several simple but well-made benches rest before a stone altar. A silver dish sits on the altar, and behind it, a large tapestry embroidered with the image of a silver arrow hanging on the wall. A middle-aged woman dressed in silver-tinged clerical vestment smiles in welcome. A rare sight in a town that trucks in so much unkindness. Welcome, I'm Mother Jadhana, keeper of the chapel. How can the silver flame be of service today? She is a, uh, uh, yeah, well, I guess the description it gives is about all the description there is. Middle-aged, dark skin, probably from Seer, originally. How much for fluid to repair meat? <laughs> uh, you mean like a healing potion? You just keep staring at her. She uh, she goes um, and looks at the rest of you. Does he mean a healing potion? Yeah, pretty sure he does. Uh, let's see. I don't know. What's the what's the going rate in the player's handbook here? Fifty. Uh, it's fifty gold pieces. Um, we only have we only have two of those right now, though. Okay. Well, uh, we're here to ask you about the missing relic. Ah, yes. Um, uh, thank you for calling about it. The relic is called the Arrow of Truth. Um, the chapel was blessed with the relic um, by the Church of the Silver Flame. Uh, it came directly from Flame Keep itself. When did it go missing? Uh, three days ago, um, I left the chapel to run an errand. Um, and I left the, the chapel in the care of Jariah John, he's a, an acolyte. Uh, but then when I was in the streets um, on my errand, I, I was surprised when I encountered Jariah buying food from the market. Uh, she, uh, I, I didn't understand uh, why I wasn't at the chapel, so I rushed back to find the altar open and the arrow of truth gone. Um, my best guess is that the uh, uh, the thief, I, I saw them, uh, they're still disguised as a member of the order. Uh, they were seen carrying the wrap, wrapped bundle out into the office of the salvage broker uh, a few minutes after the arrow was stolen. So my best guess is like a, a shifter of some sort. Uh, not a shifter, I'm sorry, a changeling. Must have stolen it. Okay, so you have no other information other than that? Uh, well, the, uh, the, uh, 
the broker is uh, Zodar Terev. He's a he's an untrustworthy shifter brigand, to be honest. Uh, the the actual thief must be a changeling in his employ. Does your work out in the market or? Uh, uh, yeah, Zodor. Yeah, he he works in the in the market. Okay. Um, I'm gonna investigate the altar. Okay. Yeah, she says uh, I don't. I don't have any um, any money, any type of monetary reward, but I can offer you um, both the healing uh, potions. Probably a good deal. I could offer you uh, your choice of a, a vial of antitoxin, a flask of alchemist fire, or 20 silver arrows if you can return the relic. I'll let you guys decide. I, I was pretty good with both healing potions. Yeah. She says, unfortunately, I can't, I can't do that. Hmm. Uh... Fourth axe uh, whispers to Marster, "What would someone want with this silver arrow?" Other than the pricelessness of the relic for your church, why would someone want to steal it? Um, I, I do not know. My best guess mm. would be yeah, to to sell it somewhere else. And what value would it have, other than as a relic? Um, it, it is a priceless relic, so I imagine there are collectors for such things. Mm. Would you say the price is equivalent to about 100 gold pieces? Uh, uh, unfortunately, all I could offer you is either a vial of antitoxin, a flask <laughs> of alchemist fire, or 20 silver arrows for the return of the relic. Mm. I'm just, you know, two healing potions, 100 gold pieces, priceless relic. Seems like a bargain. That does actually seem like a bargain. Oh, but all I can offer you is the choice of a vial of antitoxin, a flask of alchemist fire, or 20 silver arrows. Is she, a, is, she, is she a warforged also? No. <laughs> but you um, we'll decide. Just your basic encounter in any video game. <laughs> right. Oh, well, first, we have to journey out into the... I always want to call it the wasteland, but... The gray. The gray. The morn land. We'll yeah. keep you posted. So we can look into this when we get back. Very well. If, if you're able to, to find it, I would be very appreciative. And I could offer you either a vial of antitoxin, <laughs> Don't say that. Fire, or 20 silver arrows. <laughs> no, we, we got that. Thank you. But what happens if we accomplish the mission? Oh, okay. Accomplish their mission. Uh, we're, we the, where the lightning rail enters the gray. Or oh, 20 silver arrows. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you guys are heading out into the Moorland. Actually, I mean, basically for the first time, really. Think about it. Yeah, we were only under the Moorland the first time. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Outside Salvation, a type. As you guys are walking in that direction, following the lightning rail line, outside of Salvation, a titanic fog bank extends like a cliff wall along the border of the Mornland. 
As you approach it, the fog churns into ominous shapes, screaming faces, collapsing buildings, and outstretched hands. Explosions flash within the gloom, but no sounds are heard. Entering the fog, the temperature drops, and you hear whispering, scratchy voices inside your heads. You feel like you're being watched from all sides, but before you have time to rethink your decision, you emerge from the fog into a gray, blasted battlefield. You have entered the Mornland. Dun, dun, dun. Well, all right. All right, you're going to follow the lightning rail. Sure hope we don't die out here. <laughs> I thought this place was the whole reason you were here. Boy, that... Yeah, I, I want to find out what's going on, but I don't want to die here. Perhaps that will tell you what is going on. One never knows. Sure, you should probably just go ahead and kill me now. Mm, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Alright. You guys uh, follow the lightning lightning rail. It's uh, So the lightning rail is uh, um, there's like these little pyramids that uh, hold elemental energy that, that help power the the train as it goes along so it's fairly easy to follow even though it's kind of blasted and in pretty bad shape uh, you guys actually so you walk the whole rest of the day uh, you don't really come across anything it's just uh, deserted uh, empty wasteland basically as you not even wildlife no, no wildlife at all uh, no birds chirping, no insects, nothing. Just silent, other than the wind up there. Um, so you make it the whole day. He wants to. Uh, he wants to make camp. Who's gonna? Who's gonna keep watch? Or you guys feel safe enough not to worry about it since there's nobody out here? Oh uh, no, we're definitely keeping watch. Yeah, I'll keep first watch. It's fine. How many uh, watches do you want? Uh, I would say three. Um, does the does the warforged even need to rest? I don't know how, remember how that works. You need to rest like an hour. No, it just kind of like sits still for a while. I can see and hear and all that, but it has to sit still for like six hours. Okay. All right, so just give me give me three people that want to make a perception roll. I guess um, I'll make a warforged. I don't have any need to. I don't have any spells that need to be refreshed or anything like that. All right. No one does, so right. I don't think yeah, it... That's true. All right, I'll do. I'll do the first one. It's fine. Okay, never mind. I guess I'll do the second one. I'll take one. All right. And then the third one, who wants to do that? Sawbones. I'm not. All right, Sawbones, you can give me one. You can give me two more for the first two watches as well, because you're, you're awake the whole time, right? Yeah. All right. Okay, so that's uh, the best for each watch is 17, 17, and 17, no, 7, 10, 10 on the last one. Um, so the night actually passes without incident. Uh, you guys hear some strange noises and explosions uh, somewhere in the distance, I think. You see a lot of flashes. Uh, you've heard a lot of rumors about, you know, uh, creatures are, are changed. Inside of the Mornland, um, 
heard about living spells like uh, that cast here, then they never actually go all the way out. They just roam around themselves and attack people. Um, so a couple of times you think you see something that might be something like that, um, but nothing nothing comes close enough to bother you. So the next day dawns bright and gray, and uh, you're ready to head out again. <laughs> All right, let's keep heading along this lightning rail. Good grief. All right. You guys travel for maybe an hour or so, and you see ahead of you, <coughs> the worn lightning rail stones have been shattered by black glass shards protruding from the ground. These shards, ranging in size from a few inches to several feet tall, disturb the ground in an uneven circle roughly 100 feet in diameter. Nearly in the middle of this area, a corpse sprawls on the ground. It may once have been human, but it's now burned and smashed beyond recognition. Well, at least we know that's not Garinda. Vorthax um, walks up to the edge of the circle and kind of sticks the end of his staff in there to see if anything happens. You stick your staff inside of the crystal, uh, inside of the, where the body is. Yeah. You mean? What just? Yeah, just inside the circle. You said it's like a hundred diameter circle, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, he just kind of sticks his uh, the, the staff like just across the boundary. To see if anything okay. happens. Yeah, there is no uh, no movement or response of any sort. All right, well, I uh, just look at the others and kind of shrug a little bit and uh, walk you in to? towards right. the uh, towards the corpse. All right. <clears throat> you guys want to examine it? Does anybody have medicine? I do. I do. Right, you guys can make a medicine check. You want to examine it? All right. Uh, you both can tell the following. The body was once a human. Uh, based on the burns on it, you think electricity must have uh, caused the death. <clears throat> and uh, the body was so electrocuted and then pulped by an extreme bludgeoning force of some sort. That doesn't sound good. Something to do with all these stones are all exploding? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, do I need to do an investigation check or something on that? Or... <laughs> Um, no, I mean, you think that that could definitely be some, have something to do with it. All right. Do we uh, find anything of value on the corpse? Uh, you find a dented metal vial on its hip. All right, let's check that out. What's in that? All right, you pick that up and start to look in it, and the air around you suddenly fills with crackling, ringing noises. Some of the larger black glass shards twitch and fragment, forming into lizard-like beasts with maws of razor-sharp glass teeth. Are you serious? <laughs> because of a metal vial? No, you think oh, that was just—you think that was just uh, coincidence in the timing there. Ambush. 
Let me uh, put you guys out here around the body. You're looking at. You brought Lucy way, with Danny, you, right, did Matt? Did you get my uh, invite yes. to the map board? I did, yeah. I uh, appreciate that. You may you may notice, uh, we may recognize some of those maps in this adventure at some point, actually. Yeah, nice. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, Vorthax. And Gimbal. There we go. All right, the dead body's there in the middle, you guys. And yeah, two of these uh, crystalline uh, lizard-like things, one on either side of your group, have appeared. All right, everyone can roll initiative as they appear intent on electrocuting and then bludgeoning you to death. Talk about this. Does it look like there's a lot of these uh, pillars and stuff? Pillars? Uh, or the crystals jutting up out of the ground? Uh, it's a 100 foot diameter area, so it's fairly large, but only two of these Drake things coalesce. Okay. Just worried about more of them popping up. Right. Uh, one of them. Oh, I suppose I should roll initiative. Oh, yeah. Let everybody roll. There we go. All right. All right. So one of them... Um, let's see. Hello? Everybody make me a perception check real quick. See if you notice these things in time. Jeez, I hope so. Twenty. Oh, we're just looking for one from Borthax. Borthax. What the axe? I think I think Vorthax must be surprised. Sorry, Vorthax got a call. Okay, we just need a perception check from you. Super surprised. Vorthax rolled a twenty. All right, so Sawbones is surprised, but everyone else seems to know what's up. All right, so this one is attacking. First one's attacking. Old Sawbones. And it's attacking with a bite. A 20 to hit. Yep. Uh, so that is 4 damage plus 10 more. Ouch. So from, damage. from what? From the Poison? Crystal, from the Crystal Drake. No, it's a surprise attack since you were surprised you take the extra 2d6 damage from the attack i'm dead well, you're not dead but you are unconscious crunch uh, master i didn't know i was surprised <laughs> i didn't know you were surprised the game no you were surprised mm-hmm. okay well, that's terrible i'm gonna move 
to here. Then my fastest is going to move over to here. He's going to take the long way around to avoid taking an attack of opportunity. Um, so that should give flanking. And then I will can attack. All right, you you cannot you can't use the fastest for uh oh, fire. for flanking. Yeah. You can make it by if you want to, but it is definitely uh, not in their nature to do so. All right. This is going to stay like over here then. <clears throat> right, in that case, I would have moved over to here so that uh, Gimbal can step up maybe flank next time round. All right. And I'll tack it with my fist. <laughs> Seeing how that goes, given that it's a creature of rock, not too good. The 13 to 4 4, so I'm guessing that misses. Uh, that is a hit. You hit it. Oh, wow. All right. Sweet. Okay. And then follow up with the uh, short sword. Oof. That's... God, these rolls are awful. Um, yeah. A nine for a six. Jeez. Yeah, that nine is a miss. All right. And I'm just like sitting and wait to get killed, I guess. Okay. All right. Gimbal. Um. Which one is the 13? It's that one over there. The one that's already attacked is right here. Yeah. Saw bones. Gotcha. It's uh, the one that Marster just... I want to say he kicked it, because if he punched it, his fist will probably be bleeding everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to take a step back to here and fire off a crossbow for 21 to hit for 6 damage. At the same one here that... Uh, yeah, the one that he's already time. kicked. Yeah. All right, that, that hits it. All right. <clears throat> Vorthax. Vorthax is going to back up 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, 30 to there. Whoa. And target the same guy. All right. Uh, conjure a... Small moat of fire, blast the creature with it. Fourteen that, for eight. That is a hit, and it looks pretty uh, rough. Like the the crystals that form its body are just like sagging, like dragging around in the dirt and sand, barely holding together. Okay. All right, <clears throat> and then this one. Is going to run over here and help its buddy and attack uh, Marster. Dude. With a, oh shoot. Oh, I just rolled it a second time. 
A 20 to hit for three damage. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, this is doing so good, Tom. Well, he has advantage. Okay. All right. Oh, well, yeah, that hits. <laughs> well, that first one missed. I'll just roll that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Right? He has advantage, but I, I rolled it, you know, with, without the advantage thing toggled on, so I just had to roll a second attack. Could just total it on to the first attack, and it probably wouldn't have hit. <laughs> uh, Sawbones. Make a death save. <laughs> okay, that's a success. All right, the injured one over here is also going to attack Marster. <laughs> Poor Marster. Uh, wait. Uh, okay. Uh, this guy. Yeah. All right, he's attacking you. Uh, Nineteen to hit for six. Oh, fuck. Fuck you. I'm down. Again. <laughs> so I'm gonna get some ice cream. Bye. Okay. Alright. Uh Marster make a death save. I guess we'll just assume. Here, I'll just roll him a D twenty. He succeeded. Gimbal. I'm gonna uh fire at the uh injured one. But let's see. All right. I'm going to move to there. All right. Ooh. Seven. Uh, shoot. All right, that is a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vorthax. All right. Uh, Vorthax is going to fire at the same one again. First firebolt seemed to do a good job, so here's the second one. Ooh, a crit. A crit. A critted for Be 10. Beautiful. All right. Yeah, you kill it and smash it into the one above it, which also hurts it. Nice. It explodes and like uh, hurts the other one as well when it dies. Oh, fighting these things from a distance is a good idea. <clears throat> we were smart. We knew that. <laughs> All right. At which point? Five, ten. Five, ten. Five, ten. Fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. It runs towards Vorthax and attempts to bite him. Wrong button. Wrong button. Right button. 15. That hits. For two. Ouch. Sawbones make a death save. He already succeeded. You have to succeed in three. Oh, okay. Or roll a 20. Second success. Marster make a death save. He succeeded. Gimbal, don't make a death save. <laughs> Fire! 
<laughs> Eleven for six. All right. Do you want to use your uh, hero point? Or are you good with the eleven? I'm going to throw the hero point out there. All right. How do I add it? Add a d6 to that. A one, oh, one is just enough to make it a hit. Sweet! <laughs> and, it, and that was just enough damage to kill it. Yay! We make a good team there, you handsome lizard. Uh, Vorthax just kind of blinks at you. like He doesn't really understand why you would... I'll take that as a wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vorthex uh, moves forward and uh, uses his newly purchased he healer's kit to stabilize uh, Marster there. All right. And uh, if I've got time, I'll go over and do the same thing to Sawbones. <laughs> you got time. <laughs> if it's convenient uh, later, I'll consider I'll, uh, it. I'll take one of my healing spider bots and throw it on my, my Maester. Maester, Marster. Oh, well, if you're healing them, I could have saved my healer's kit. Don't you need that to stabilize them? Well, if you heal them, they're automatically stabilized because they, they gain hit points. Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to cast heal on Moisture. Well, actually, you know what? How about we do this? I'll heal Sawbones, and he can get up and heal Moisture, and you can save your healing kit. There we go. I'll do that, then. Booyah. So... The one I throw what is at the Sawbones, nature of the medical emergency? The one I throw at Sawbones is actually like a little, little miniature replica of himself, and he's kind of walking around, smacking him in the face, <laughs> injecting him with stuff. Sparks are flying <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> and then he kind of rolls over, fidgets a little bit, his arms start flailing, and he poofs. Nice. <laughs> Sawbones sits up and this was the nature of the medical emergency. Uh, yeah, Robo, Robo Heals, we need you to go over there and inject Meister real quick. I'm sad no one got that quote. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you're gonna heal Marster. He might be back from getting ice yeah. cream by now. This is getting real old, this dying thing. That's pretty much the fate of a monk when there's no other uh, meat shield. Or yeah. just the meat shield just gets sucker punched before he can do anything. Or basically <clears throat> any level one character that gets critted. <laughs> right, yeah. Or surprised. Repeatedly. <laughs> Repeatedly in the bottom. All right, well, you got, you got eight points now. It looks like you have negative one ninth hit points. Right so, question for you, Danny. Does mending work on Warforged? Because I was reading on a build for making an Artificer <laughs> Warforged, and mending worked on them. It does not work on them. Regular, oh, that's lame. I know, regular healing works on them. <clears throat> if, mending, if mending worked on them, then everybody should be a Warforged. And... Yeah, an or, a Warforged uh, Battlemaster, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, so uh, Vorthax, that potion you were checking out there happens to be a potion of healing. Hey! 
tell the others. I just pocket it. <laughs> hey, Nothing so, in so, here but hey, water, guys. So, hey, Vortex, what's uh, what was in that bent flask? What do you got? Uh, it was uh, dented, obviously empty. Well, okay, cool. Then can I have it because I'm kind of out of rods that I need to like load ammunition into? Uh, no. I like this dented vial. So as he's explaining, I try to take it from him with a 21 slide of ammo. <laughs> Come on. Damn. Uh, I will say that you don't manage to take it from him, but you managed to get a hold of it enough to hear it swishing around. Oh, there's something in it. Yeah. Did you smell it? Did you taste it? What is it? Can I see? Uh, it's dragon perfume. <laughs> Doesn't smell like it. <laughs> Look, it's obviously not dragon perfume. We don't care. Just as long as it's not anything dangerous. Okay, it's a healing potion. Oh yeah, give it to the uh, the tall guy that keeps falling down every fight. I can't pour it on myself. Just let him <laughs> hold on to it. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, because once he gets hit, he's he's down. So yeah, that's true. Unless you guys you could tie it on a string around his neck, so it's easier to force feed him. <laughs> <laughs> we can give him the uh, the beer hat I was talking about for sawbones. <laughs> yeah, want you. On. Why don't you just create an invention that if I'm knocked unconscious while I'm wearing it, automatically injects me with the potion. Yeah, so like, kind of like a pacemaker? Yeah. <laughs> so basically when he falls forward, it impacts and injects him. Yeah. No, nah, it's fine. That's fine, Vortex. You can hang on to it. Good, because I'm the only one who can't heal anybody. Well, neither can the guy that keeps falling down, but hey, yeah, whatever. Neither can I. No one's counting. No one's counting. All right, All right, so those things are uh, ex- kind of exploded, huh? Yeah. He he should be smart and run away from the fight like I do. I can't throw my fist. The biggest one you in the can't, really be cool. I could probably create something that we could strap to it that we could like explode and make your hand go flying off of you. No. Or just mm. like, you know, a That's scissoring cool. contraption that shoots out. It would Gimbal. totally launch it. Gimbal, you know that is a thing that you can that's up possible to do you've seen him before but you'd have to cut his hand off first and replace it with a magical one well i just do that. i just leave that detail out but i'm just letting <laughs> him know like if he wants to launch a fist we can do this say what if i ever naturally lose my hand you could all right you guys turn around so, and see i magical... look over at vorthax and give you five to one odds that happens before we're level three <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys turn around and, and see a garden of magically animated chainsaws Yes. <laughs> now that's what you need for a hand. The sign saying Corinda went this way. Right. <laughs> All right. So this uh, corpse looks like our scout or what? No, it's no. a human. Yeah. Oh, I missed that detail. <laughs> well, you're a you're a gnome. We probably think it's it's either a human or a goblin or something else. Well, I mean it's obviously something that's really tall, right? Yeah. It's clearly got stilts built into its legs. Yeah. Obviously. All right. Master hops back on to his fastieth. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. I'm not walking after that. <clears throat> is, uh, is Sawbones going to use a hit dice or anything? Or uh, Can I? Yeah. You guys want to rest a few minutes? Okay. Sure. Marshall's writing in his journal, died again today. Three times in two days. (laughs) 
I guess it's three times in three days now. <laughs> that first day of walking, you didn't die. Best sleep I ever had. It reminds me of the uh, the Family Guy where Stewie's on the porch, and he's like, it's "Hot out there today. It's hot yesterday." Seven saying it's hot outside. He's like, "It's hot out there today." That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's what I picture Matt, you know, like on the porch about Stewie height, about Stewie height. <laughs> That's right. Bad again. Matt, Bad yesterday. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Matt, when uh, I played a monk in uh, Danny's game that we're doing right now, first level, I think I actually did die three times within the first two sessions. Yeah. That's Fine. You died the first two seconds of the first battle. From snakes. Yeah. So he has a thing against monks. <laughs> just mean. That's what it is. I just can't stand those dirty. He's monks. classist. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? I don't know. It's a it's a problem. I've seen a therapist about it, but it's not helped so far. <laughs> I guess we keep following that rail. All right, a couple you guys uh, travel on after a couple of hours up ahead. The lightning rail line runs through a group of ruined wooden buildings. A gust of wind blasts across the plain, and a roughly globe-shaped stone tumbles into the conductor stones. As it clunks against them, a whooshing sound erupts from further up the track. A spectral lightning rail train appears, with arcs of ghostly lightning flickering underneath it. It moves rapidly down the line towards the oddly-shaped stone ball. Halfway between you and the ball, a dog-shaped iron construct growls at you. Errol! Alright, let me drop you guys over here. So you can see so, what's up. Uh, that wouldn't happen to be like your puppy, would it? No, this is Errol. That's Gorinda's construct. Ah. Scout. Oh, so it's a dog. God, I really did miss that conversation. (laughs) It kind of looks like a horse. Are we sure this isn't a horse? I'm just going by what I was told. I'm just saying, clearly this thing is like six feet tall. So it's a horse. I'm not on the board yet, so I can't see anything. I can't see it either. I have no idea what you're talking about. I moved you guys over here, didn't I? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the horse that's up there growling. I'm having to refresh. And I've got to run for a second. I'll be right back. I, I can't see anything. I'm, I don't know what he's talking about. I, mean, I can see on the board, but I can't see this horse. Oh, there it is. I'm just going by what Danny was oh, reading. Okay. I didn't look at the damn board. <laughs> hey, Sawbones. Okay, moving. I see. Go, go hey, on. I'm trying to see what he's talking about. Oh, <laughs> All right. Where so, I come from, we have a word for that. It's called cheating. <laughs> I didn't engage anything. I was just trying to see so, what he was talking. What about. are we rolling initiative? Well, did didn't he give? Didn't she give y'all a safe word or something? Well, she just told me to, to, to address his name, which I just did. Errol. Uh, she said knowing that might might help uh, explain it to uh, the goblin. Uh, Garunda. Right. Here's, here's what you know. Garunda is a goblin with green hair. She has a runic tattoo 
In yep. Goblin on a rat shoulder. That means bravery against danger. And she, she has, has a dog named Arrow. She has a yeah, and she is an apprentice uh artificer. All right. Uh blah 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 blah. You guys see. Yeah, let's go into initiative to to decide how to act when. Uh, if everybody wants to roll. <clears throat> I don't really want to, but I'll just go first and then I'll die. Oh, no, I'm not going to go first this time. <clears throat> Hello, I'm back. Sorry. That's all right. We're just going to act in initiative order, so if you can roll initiative. Initiative. Bam. All right, so here's what you know. Uh, there's this iron defender here on the rail. This map isn't isn't exactly right, but we're just saying this is the this is the rail line. Uh, well, let's just say this road that goes from down here to up here is the rail line. There's a okay. rock thing of some sort right here. And the iron defender is standing between you and it, and there is some type of spectral uh, train about 400 feet away coming towards you guys up here. So the spectral train is going to hit the iron defender. Well, it's going to hit this rock thing first. Yeah, I gotcha. And so, I guess I rolled first, so I got to figure out what to do. Was the spectral train summoned by a bad cast-off superhero from um, Rick and Morty? You don't know. Could be. Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> Um, let's see. Um, I mean, I don't really know what to do. I guess I will just, um, I will, uh, I'm, I'm going to make my, uh, staff light up like I did before. And I'm going to step to the side here where I can be seen and I'm going to wave it as though I'm trying to get the iron defender's attention. Okay, it is definitely looking at you. All right. Mission accomplished. We can go home, guys. All right, good job. Fourth axe. No, no that was you. Oh, the Iron Defender was first, sorry. It just stands there growling at you guys. Uh, gimbal. Uh... So when he called out the dog's name, it didn't do anything? I haven't had a chance to do that yet. Okay, well, I'll call out the dog's name. It looks at you and growls. It takes takes a step back in this direction. And reaction. I'll move to here, and can I say its name again? Uh, you can. Make me a perception check. Twelve. 
right, 12. You notice that uh, this ball over here that it's backing up towards looks like a uh, stony goblin curled up in a ball. You. Oh. So, obviously, since I'm an artificer as well, do I realize that she's trying to get me to come get her master? Like uh, Lassie? You recognize she's probably trying to defend her master. Ah. From the train that's about to run it over? Well, the train is further away than you guys are right now. Got it. Got it. But her name didn't seem to work, so you might have to say or do something else to try and uh, get her to let you pass. Um, I was say her name and sit. Yeah, she doesn't seem to be reacting to her name. Um, all right, uh, you can think about that, but it's Marster's turn now. Garinda sent us to find Bellalor. Doesn't uh, help. Nope. <laughs> she didn't give us a command word or anything. What, what direction is this? Because I can't see. What direction is what? What direction is the ball in? The, the, the goblin. The stony goblin is over here. I don't know if you know that it's there or not yet. Well, I know the stone is there. You know the stone is there, yeah. I mean, are you letting us know that's what that is there, Jess? Mm. Um, Danny thought I did. Okay, so the stone on the track is a goblin? <laughs> it's shaped like a goblin. Like a balled-up goblin, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll just... I mean, I'll move up to there, and then I'll, I guess I'll move up next turn. If it tries to attack me, I'll fly back. All right, make a perception check. All right, you also see that this is a stony goblin up here. Damn it, Errol! Let us by so we can get to Bellalore. Uh, wait, what was the what, what was the thing on the um, sigil? What did it mean? It was in Goblin. Uh, do you yeah. speak Goblin? No, but I heard what she said. It's bravery against danger in Goblin. Bravery against danger. Hey, hey, um, Vorthax. Say bravery against danger, but say it in Goblin. Okay. On my turn, right? Yeah. Tell me how to say it. Tell me how to say it, and I'll say it. Well, uh, yeah, you can tell him to say that. Uh, but you'll have to wait. All right. Uh, oh, Jesus. All right. Whatever. Sawbones. Um, did I hear him say? Yeah, you heard all that. Say, I'm going to go ahead and speak it in Goblin. Okay. And move toward. All right, you say you say bravery against danger, and it, it cocks its head to the side, and it stops growling, and sits down on its haunches, and starts uh, starts whimpering and and uh, and gesturing towards the stone goblin. I'm going to um, go and come all the way on, go ahead and dash, come all the way over, 
to him? How's he reacting to me? Uh, it just seems he seems uh, not aggressive, but uh, anxious about the uh, the goblin over here, stone goblin. Okay. Um, the, I'm assuming I can't pick it up at this point. The goblin. Yeah. No, the goblin, the stone goblin, is this circle up here. Oh. Those in the circle of stones. No. I don't see what. Oh, up here. Okay. Where was I? Yeah, I can't get over there, so. Um, right, the I'll train, get to the right there. About a quarter of the distance between uh, or where it was and the goblin. Where's the train coming from again? Up here in the northeastern part of the. Okay, the can see. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, the Iron Defender, uh, Errol, uh, uh, wag, wagging his tail, runs around and uh, comes and like sits with his chin on top of the stone goblin, barking at you guys. All right, Vorthax. All right, uh, Vorthax, seeing that he's allowing us to come closer now, dashes over there to try and get this goblin off the tracks so that's 30, 40 50, 60 I'll only make it to there alright Gimbal I mean I can make it to the goblin but that, that uses my dash as well so I won't be able to do anything right. but I can investigate when I get there maybe all right, uh, this is definitely some sort of, uh, let's see, give me uh, an investigation check. 16. Uh, this is definitely, you can see the shoulder tattoo and everything. This is definitely her. Um, but she is petrified. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can tell everybody it's definitely her if you want, but I think everybody hey. assumes that. Hey guys, this is definitely who we're looking for, but she's totally rock, man. <laughs> Marster. Yeah, I guess I'll double move too. That's all I can do right now. Can't I can get to her, but I can't grab her. You guys hear the ghost, uh, ghostly whistle of the ghost train as it continues to barrel closer. Uh, it's closed half the distance now, and it's Sawbones' turn. Let's see. Can, um, can I pick it up? Uh, you can. Yep. You need an athletics check. I mean, it's a rock goblin. It can't weigh more than 40, 50 pounds, right? Well, it probably weighed 40, 50 pounds as a as flesh. As rock, it probably weighs a little bit more than that. Got it. And what can I do with my hero point thing? Add a d6 to a roll after you roll it. Okay, after I roll. Okay. Yeah. You have to declare it ahead of time, though. No, no you don't. don't. Oh, I thought you did. Remember. Okay. Just before it's settled? Yeah. I don't even know if it's worth rolling a d6. Yeah, you got a six. Do I have inspiration still? 
Uh, I don't know if it's if it's not unchecked on your character sheet. I guess you have it. Okay. Um, I'm not seeing one on my character sheet. Did you add it initially? No, no you guys did. Oh. I, think it's, I think you maybe used it last week. Uh, I recall at least one person did. I, I think we have time. Well, we've we've used two rounds to get here. It only closed half the distance, so. Yeah. All right. If I'm not going to be able to pick it up, can I at least get out of the way of the coming train in case it gets there by the time my for my turn comes back around again? Well, it's only it's only close to half the distance in these first two rounds. So okay, I'm probably okay. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to pick it up. It seems. You know, since we're almost done, probably I'm going to use my hero point. No, maybe uh, it is enough. Okay. Probably not, but I don't see myself using it otherwise. Well, it doesn't go away at the end of the session. It's the end of the adventure that it goes away. <laughs> oh, crap. Never mind. Well, I already used it. It won't go back, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll drop it back on your thing. There you go. Okay. I thought it was each, event, each session. No. Nope. All right. The, uh, the uh, <laughs> dog, Errol, just keeps barking. He's freaking out. Borthax. Um, Borthax will, I guess, come up here. Who's you guys? You could wait for assistance from, you know, hold your action. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm just going to assist whoever's stronger than me because I'm not very strong. I think only Sawbones is strong, stronger than like a 10, maybe. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, so you don't want to try it? You're just going to I mean, I'll try. I'll try. Well, just, why don't you just wait till Jesse can get up there? I mean, you can both try together. Or all three of us can try together. Well, I mean, that's what I would do. So what do you want to do? Do you want to give it a try, or do you want to assist Gimbal? Um, I will just wait and assist Gimbal, because that will give us advantage. All right, Gimbal. All right. Seventeen. Uh, you, you pull that dang goblin off the track like a boss. <laughs> Which way are you going, uh, north or south? Uh, off the track. Why wouldn't we go west? Like over here. Oh, over there. Okay. Yeah. I just meant north or south of the, of the thing. All right. So yeah. There it. we go. Pull it over here. So, uh, you and Borthax. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, can both move with it. And as a reaction, the Iron Defender moves with you guys. Uh, Marster. I guess I will move along with them. All right. Sawbones, um, the train is train's coming. Maybe you should um, call your mount over and we can throw it on your mount. Uh, I don't think he can carry that big old rock. Yeah, probably not. You're gonna get off the get off the track. Yeah, I'm moving them. All right, all right. Uh, you guys get off of there. The uh, arrow seems really happy. The train whooshes by, uh, crushing <coughs> even small pebbles to powdery dust. Um, as it goes. All right. Uh, as the the uh, 
train wishes past uh, dust uh, begins to settle, and you guys see uh, some movement to the south of you in this that small ruined building down here to the south. Oh boy! Oh boy! I wonder if it's like a basilic or something. That sounds like a totally awesome thing to throw at a level one party. <laughs> no, the basilic would be too much, but a cockatrice. Speaking of a cockatrice. <laughs> you, see, <laughs> yeah. you see one uh, uh, steps out of the watch my two the this little uh, area over here. Let me see. And starts charging at you guys. Actually a fly. It's a question. If a warforged is not flesh, can you turn it to stone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything can turn to stone. Unfortunately. Mm. <clears throat> so is the uh, spectral train gone? Yeah, it, it whizzed on by. All right. All right. It lands on this little uh, little fence post of stairs at uh, Sawbones. Why didn't it turn the Iron Guardian to stone? Iron Defender. Or Iron Defender's whatever. turn. Uh, he uh, whimpers and uh, backs away from the cockatrice. You think you might <laughs> might know now how he's not going to turn to stone. Vorthax. Uh, Alright. Vorthax um, will move down here. 10, 20, 30 to here. All right. And while the creature has its back turned to me because it's focused on the tasty-looking Warforge, I hit it in the back with a bolt of chaotic magic energy. And uh, I'm going to throw a hero point on that just in case. All right. So that's an additional D6. Yeah, which turns your 12 into... Yeah. Roll D6. A 15. 15, and that hits. All right, and that will be... Let's see, that will be... Let's go with the lightning damage. All right. It's, uh, Zap! Some of, its, some of its feathers pop off as it squawks and calls and... Its wings flap around. All right. <clears throat> Gimbal. I'll kind of back off here to near the my little battlesmith, Iron Steel Defender friend. Launch a bolt and our little feathered friend here. Shit. Nine. Nine, yep, that misses. A lot of bad rolls. Yeah. Marster. All right, let's make some more bad rolls. Nah, I think the streak's going to break right here. All right, so should I have flanking now, hopefully? Yep, should give you advantage. All right, good deal. Punch that fool. Kick him off that perch. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to try to punch him. 
21 for four. Yeah, there you That's go. A definite, definite punch. You punch that bird. And I try to hack him with my sword. 18 for six. Nice. Uh, yep, he's, uh, I mean, he looked kind of gross to begin with, but he's looking worse now. So, so you got that going for you. All right. Oh, but it'll get turned stone. <clears throat> Sawbones. Mm. <clears throat> Let's see. I have a better chance of hitting him with my mace or a firebolt. I think I have a better chance with my uh, firebolt. I... Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try a flamethrower it. All right. You know what? I'm pretty sure Sawbones may be better as a radio clown. <laughs> That's seven to hit. Hey, monsters, over here. <laughs> that misses. All right. Uh, the cockatrice is going to... I guess it's going to attack. Well, let's just make it fair, make it random. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, through, are there two of these things? Yes. One through three will be uh, Sawbones. Four through six will be Marster. I'm just going to attack Sawbones. I guess I'm due to die twice, so... It's a 22 to hit for 5 damage. And Where is the 2 one at? I don't even see it on the map. You need to make a constitution save. Danny. Oh, yeah, sorry. The 2 one's not even on the map. Sorry. Yeah, that was the... It's up here. It's attacking. That one's actually attacking. Why? Okay, I'm going to do a hero point. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's Go actually ahead. attacking Barthus. Well, they're they're attacking one after the other one, so I'll just do Barthus next. That's what I'm okay. with. Use your hero point. Hear that, or I'm gonna turn to stone. So I'm probably gonna turn to stone anyways. But hey, fourteen. Looks like a fourteen. So you succeed. Wow. You are non petrified. <laughs> All right, and then another one flies out of a building and is attacking Varthax. Tasty. 18 to hit. That hits. For four damage. Or did you take your five damage as well, uh, Sawbones? I am now. I was more worried about turning a stone. I forgot about the damage. And then I need a con save. Yep. 16. Totally fine. Nothing to worry about. Awesome. Yeah, Iron Defender. Look at me, I can actually roll dice. <laughs> Iron Defender is hiding behind Gimbal. Vorthax. All right. Uh, Vorthax, uh, startled by the, uh, the cockatrice, um, turns and uh, places his palms on it, like trying to ward it off. Lightning uh, jumps from his hands as he shocks the creature, or attempts to, anyway. Yeah, it uh, at the last second it hops into the air and uh, just miss it. All right, and it poops and it, on the on your hand. Uh, all right, and you turn the stone. 
And then, uh, and then, uh, Vorthax attempts to, uh, to run away. Oh, really? All right, it's gonna, 20, it's gonna take a, 30. uh, an attack of opportunity on you. Yep. It's a six. So it it missed. All right, Gimbal. I'm shooting the bloodied bastard. Thirteen. Uh, you shoot him. He is, uh, like his head is kind of lolling to the side. One of his wings isn't working well, but he is still alive. Hmm. <laughs> he just went, hmm. All right, Marster. See if you can punch that head off. Uh, you, yeah, you basically do with a 21. You basically just punch his head right off. All right. Clashes to the ground, just one wing still flapping. Down to here, and attack this one with short Because I haven't died yet, so, you know. Oh, nine for six. There we go. Well, that ends the streak. <laughs> that was a good streak, though. All right, Sawbones. You no longer have something trying to turn you to stone right in front of you. Set it on fire! Yay! I'm going to attack the other one with a firebolt. Save one of them hills. Firebolts are free. Okay. All right. You hit it and do seven what? tire damage to it with your twelve. I'm not used to this whole like successful rolling thing. <laughs> Wasn't sure what was going to happen. Quick okay. I'm about to get turned to stone. Yeah, this one turns its head head cocked to the side and goes. Quack! And attacks uh, Marster. And 11 <laughs> to hit. That misses. Oh man. <coughs> the Iron Defender continues to huddle behind Gimbal. What a help he is. Vorthax. Alright, uh, now that I've got some distance, Vorthax rubs his hands together and uh, flings a moat of fire at the remaining cockatrice. 23 for 3. Oh, burns some of his feathers off. He stops to peck at the ground for a second and then, then pays it. <laughs> <laughs> Boat snack. Yeah. 12 for yeah. 9. That's, that hits it. It is bloodied now. It's not looking good. That, that bolt sticking out of it. Keeping one of its wings from working right. Ha ha! Finish him off, Marster. Marster. Uh, all right. Let's see if I can punch this one's head off, too. 19 uh, for 5. You punch it something fierce, but it is still alive. All right. Cut it with the short sword. 15 for 6. Ah, but you lop his head off with your short sword. Yes. Huzzah. There was much rejoicing. I didn't die. I didn't die. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. And nobody turned to stone. And then we get hit by a meteorite. <laughs> Fourth X goes and lays under this bush and goes to sleep. And then the mama cockatrice pops out of the building. No. I wish. All right. Sad. Yeah. Okay, so Fourth X starts uh, napping under a bush. What are the rest of you guys doing? Let me... Guess we're gonna try to rig up a harness to haul this 
Stone Goblin back to town. Uh, anybody who is trained in Arcana can roll me an Arcana check if they want. Alright. I'm definitely not. Sawbones is 100% certain that petrification from a cockatrice only lasts 24 hours. I'm not staying out here for 24 hours. And you can also, he also sees that the goblin is, is starting to regain color. Oh. Then I start dragging us by his foot on the way out. <laughs> um, Vorthex, on the other hand, has no idea what he's talking about. Well, I was kind of half asleep. Why don't, we just, why don't we just tether one rope to the mount and one rope to Hillbot here, and then we'll uh, go back. All right. Well, do y'all want to stop and uh, anybody need to spend hit dice or anything? Uh, Vorthex definitely does. All right. Well, as you guys are taking your uh, your 15-minute short rest, uh, Garunda slowly becomes unstatuesque, uh, begins to breathe, and, and uh, after about 15 more minutes, uh, kind of sits up and starts looking around like, wow. She, she actually screams a little bit at first and says, the cockatrice! And she looks around and says, like, I don't... Oh, uh, cockatrice. Actually, we killed them both. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, who are you guys? Gurinda sent us. Uh, she, uh, she Bella Lore. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, Bella Lore. Sorry. Ah. I guess my mom does care about me. She laughs a little bit, stands up and brushes her pants, dust off of her pants. Yep. Good That's thing she fun. told us what the rune on your arm meant. Otherwise, you're Dog wouldn't have stood down. Oh, she, tur she turns around and uh, pets the dog. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, I I'm glad you did know. I'd hate for you to have messed him up. It took a long time to get him working just as well as he works now. But I hate to have to start over. Come on, Errol. Oh, we get it. All right. Well, uh, great. Let's get the crap out of here if you guys don't mind. Yep. Let's roll. Yeah, let's get the crap out of here. Right. Um, did did she find anything? Uh, now all I found were those stupid cockatrices. The uh, the buildings were empty, uh, other than the one that had had two cockatrices in it, <laughs> which was awful. Sounds like. All right, <clears throat> you guys gonna head back? Yep. Yeah. We'll say you make the, the two-day trip uh, without incident back. Um, and when you return her to her mother, uh, she gives you each 10 gold pieces. So you each get that. And you each get a hero point for saving Garunda. Yay! Yay. And there's Just, much uh, rejoicing. Because you guys have all spent those. All right. And uh, we will pick up there next time. Cool. Save Thank more. You. We'll save more goblins. Hashtag save more goblins. Hashtag all the goblins' lives matter. <laughs> we are the goblin beat. That's true. Those goblin lives splatter. Oh, you're really rough on goblins. Come on.